Welcome to the Oaks Church Brooklyn Scripture Reflection for Monday, June 14th, using the Bread Book. I'm Tina Kiatani, reading from Revelation 16. We will be going through the movements of bread as a way to prompt us on how to engage with the Scriptures and our time with God today. So as we begin, let's take a few moments to be still as a way to turn our attention towards God and invite him to speak to us through his word. As we share this moment of silence together, just take some deep breaths, still yourself, and invite the Holy Spirit to come and meet with you. going to read the chapter for today. Revelation 16. Then I heard a loud voice from the temple saying to the seven angels, go pour out the seven bowls of God's wrath on the earth. The first angel went and poured out his bowl on the land and ugly festering sores broke out on the people who had the mark of the beast and worshiped its image. The second angel poured out his bowl on the sea, and it turned into blood like that of a dead person, and every living thing in the sea died. The third angel poured out his blood on the rivers and springs of water, and they became blood. Then I heard the angel in charge of the waters say, You are just in these judgments, O Holy One, you who are and who were. For they have shed the blood of your holy people and your prophets, and you have given them blood to drink as they deserve. And I heard the altar respond, Yes, Lord God Almighty, true and just are your judgments. The fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, and the sun was allowed to scorch people with fire. They were seared by the intense heat, and they cursed the name of God who had control over these plagues, but they refused to repent and glorify him. The fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast, and its kingdom was plunged into darkness. People gnawed their tongues in agony and cursed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores, but they refused to repent of what they had done. The sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and its water was dried up to prepare the way for the kings from the east. Then I saw three impure spirits that looked like frogs. They came out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. They are demonic spirits that perform signs, and they go out to the kings of the whole world to gather them for the battle on the great day of God Almighty. Look, I come like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake and remains clothed, so as not to go naked and be shamefully exposed. Then they gathered the kings together to the place that in Hebrew is called Armageddon. The seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and out of the temple came a loud voice from the throne saying, It is done! 
Then there came flashes of lightning, rumblings, peals of thunder, and a severe earthquake. No earthquake like it has ever occurred since mankind has been on earth. So tremendous was the quake. The great city split into three parts and the cities of the nations collapsed. God remembered Babylon the great and gave her the cup filled with the wine of the fury of his wrath. Every island fled away and the mountains could not be found. From the sky, huge hailstones, each weighing about a hundred pounds, fell on people and they cursed God on account of the plague of hail because the plague was so terrible. part that stood out most to me in this passage is found earlier on in verses 5 through 7 where the angel says that the judgments of God are just and there is a response from the altar that true and just are your judgments this is not the most you know warm and fuzzy passage to read it's full of very mysterious imagery and a lot of, you know, kind of gory details of nature turning on humanity. And yet there is a declaration in this passage that God's judgments are true and just. And that's a lot to sit with, but it's also something that really stood out to me where I love the character of God in his love, in his mercy, his forgiveness, his compassion, things that I think are so beautiful about God. And at the same time, I do love justice, especially when I watch my favorite crime shows. I love seeing wrong things made right, but part of that is judgment And sitting with that and recognizing that's part of the character of God is something that is really standing out to me as I read this. In the encounter section, we simply meditate and reflect on what God is drawing our attention to in this passage. And so as I meditate on these verses, what's coming to mind for me is this idea of how God brings about his justice in judgment as well as forgiveness and grace and mercy and in fact in these passage in this passage in these verses there is this idea of of judgment on the earth being allowed and people's response is to curse god and not repent and even as these judgments are uh it seems like they're finite i mean even the smartest theologians don't completely understand the book of Revelation. So there's a lot of mystery to sit with as I read this, but as I meditate on the verses, it really, uh, something I really am cognizant of is this understanding of God's character also being exemplified in his judgment. And yet there is in this passage, a limited amount of judgments and then there's a declaration that it is done and so I think we can infer 
at least I'm inferring from the passage, that there is also end to judgment. And there is an opportunity in judgment for people to repent. And so as I think through this passage, there are a lot of things I think that can be applied um, even in my understanding of God and how I want to engage with Him even today. So as we spend some time reflecting, each one of us, on this passage and how we might be able to apply this to our lives. I want to share with you what I think I want to try and live out based on what I've read today. First of all, I want to sit with that uncomfortableness for me uh, about the character of God not only being warm and fuzzy and love and kindness and faithfulness, not that those are not true of his character but also the parts that are uncomfortable for me because justice is a good thing and I want to embrace that and even if that sometimes looks like wrath I mean this this is a lot to sit with for me personally so I want to sit with that Um, also I want to sit with this idea that justice and judgment looks different from sometimes what I think it should look like. And so one thing I'm thinking about is inviting God even in moments where I want to pass judgment and asking, is this my judgment or what is your heart and what is your judgment, God, in this situation? I have a feeling my judgment may be harsher than what God's judgment could be because it's tempered, his judgment is tempered with his love and mercy and forgiveness, which mine sometimes or maybe often isn't. And another thing I am thinking through is this idea of repentance and where I get struck with pain and suffering because of the groanings of the earth want to see uh i'm going to just really be cognizant of how i engage with that am i cursing god in my own way or am i engaging uh, and, and and turning towards him simply which is what that idea of repentance is so finally as we take a moment uh at the in this part of the movement of devotion i want to write a simple prayer of devotion to god and commit ourselves to him And so this is my prayer or devotion for today, that God would show me that his judgments are just and true, and that they're different from my own, that I may understand his heart better, and that I could sit with this understanding of the character of God, and that it would work its way into my heart and my actions for today. Thank you so much for listening, and I'd love to close by praying for all of us. Father, I ask that you would reveal your heart to us today as we reflect on your words, as we understand more of your nature. I pray that you would show us your true and just heart and that we would be more and more open to how you might want to reveal yourself to us. 
pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.